Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Crooked Sticks, the community of conversation. I am your host, Gabriel Brown. Guys, here we go. Part two of Uphill Battles. This was such a good interview, um, a lot of good stuff. And so I'm so excited for you guys to hear this again. Now that you guys are listening, go ahead and tune in, lock into this message. Um, I hope you guys can just relate to that. We oftentimes have our own versions of uphill battles, our own versions of struggles, but those struggles are meant to build our character. They're meant to stretch our faith in God. They're meant to transform us. And so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. Everything you have said has been something I've been f- fighting my whole life, mm-hmm. just kind of in my own path. But it, yeah. it's so crazy. You talked about like ROTC gave you a chance. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back seven years. And so I was 14. Mm-hmm. Um, over the summer, I went backpacking with my dad out in New Mexico, oh, and that's awesome. um, we so we were out there for 10, 11 days. We did like almost 100 miles. Like mm-hmm. it was it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, and when I um, there we go. When I came back, um, I started to develop uh, what's called a, a walking gait. Um, so when you walk your feet, you know, you're straight and some people, you know, they'll walk on the insides of their feet. They'll walk on the outsides like the, of their like feet. The, you're talking like the pigeon foot thing or yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. So like there's, there's all different types of gates, if you will, when you're okay. walking, my left foot started to flare out mm. like this, like it literally just started to become like an increasing angle mm-hmm. and between September in October, I went from walking like normal to walking at a 90 degree angle. Mm-hmm. I literally, my left leg, and it was because I had pain in my knee and I was like, my knee just hurts. But if I flare my foot out, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I started walking more and more until one day, um, it was Friday. It was homecoming weekend. Oh man. Um, uh, freshman year That's of high important. school. And I, um, I was, and I was walk and I got off the bus. I was waiting for my mom to pick me up and I was standing there and I was like, it was cold. So I was like running back and forth just to try and like keep warm. Cause like, it, it's just really windy that day, whatever. Yeah, it was. Outside, and, yeah. it, it was. <laughs> and so I was doing like, I was doing like, um, like shuttle run sprints just to keep myself warm. Like in this parking lot. No, like hundred percent, bro. You you have no idea. Like in, and, and and we had a dress code, bro. I was wearing slacks, a button down shirt, a tie, a blazer and an overcoat, bro. I was running in loafers and like just to keep myself warm that day. And anyway, so my mom pulls up and, and she sees me and she's like, you look like you're just hobbling every step and and she was right i was i was literally it was like i was the penguin from the like dc universe like i was walking no you have no idea (laughs) why he go in okay keep going so i was she's like we're going to the doctor we're gonna go get it checked out there's something wrong with your knee so we go to my local doctor um and we get an appointment like we walk in and they're like all right well, well we'll uh we'll check it out so they the doc comes in with like three um like new people who are trying to become doctors and they're like the doctor's just sitting in the corner having the the students do like the exam 
And I just remember, like, I'm laying on the bed. They're, like, checking out my leg. They're checking out the other leg. And they're, like, here's, like, <sighs> so I was, like, yeah, what symptoms do you have? And I was, like, oh, I had pain in my knee. And mm. so they they step out of the room. They're gone for, like, 30 minutes because they're all talking. And the doctor comes back in, and they're, like, we think you have skiffy. And I was, like, huh? Yeah. My mom was, I, like, I just had that huh? reaction, too. <laughs> right. Skiffy. So C E. I'm sorry, S-C-F-E. Uh, Skiffy stands for slipped capital femoral epithesis. Um, you can look it up on your own time. And I, I have a picture of kind of the aftermath, but we'll get to there. Um, basically, Skiffy is a condition that boys and girls in, in young teenage years um, who are overweight, slightly active get. And what happens is um, in, your, in your hip joint, the ball and socket... So it's not a complete ball. The top half of that ball is your growth plate. Mm -hmm. And what can happen is that can like the, the femur itself can slip off of that growth plate. Um, so it comes out of alignment Mm -hmm. and that's what it happened. Um, and it's sometime in between getting back from that backpacking trip and, and like August or September when school was starting back up, something happened. And then it just kept getting worse and, um, it was putting pressure on my knee. So it was, it wasn't my knee hurting. It was deferred pain from my hip to my knee. Yeah. And then it caused me to flare my foot out. So they were freaking out because the med students were like, oh, we like, you know, we're new, we're new. We're not even full doctors yet. We just diagnosed this kid with Skiffy. The thing that's scary with Skiffy is um, if it were to get worse, I could have lost my leg. Mm. Um, like, because you know, like the blood flow through your bones, like if it would have slipped completely off, my leg wouldn't have had like my entire left leg would not have from the hip down the blood flow, the blood su- supply to like keep my leg alive. Mm. Um, and so like that was the extreme case. It could have just like stopped growing. So like my left leg would have been shorter than my right. Um, and, and it couldn't have, it could have just not gotten worse, but by running around, by walking on it every day, made it worse. That night, I went to four different hospitals to get x-rays and imaging, like whatever, and doctor's opinions. And it was 1 a.m. when the doctor was like, we want to take you to downtown Baltimore to Johns Hopkins to get you in surgery right now. The surgery was there were a couple of different options and the most minimally invasive one was to get a six inch screw put through the head of the femur and to screw it into the growth plate to stop it from moving. Um, and that was the least invasive. That was the least invasive. Oh well, the, in, the incision in my leg, like the scar, all it had to be big enough just for the head of the screw to go in. Oh, okay. so like in all things considered the most invasive option, they open my entire left side and reset my entire leg. Oh, okay. Yeah, and no, and like that least. would have been from like mid thigh to like the middle of my side kind of thing. Cause they would have to go in and reset my leg into my pelvis basically. Mm. Um, so my mom was freaking out. I had no idea what was going on. Cause now I'm 14. I, I don't really know what's going on. Um, and I didn't really understand the repercussions. So I'm kind of going to just zoom past this. Um, we, um, 
ended up having to sign a legal uh, document saying we were going against medical advice to not go to the hospital, not get the surgery because my mom wanted to see what options I had. We do our research, figure out the screw is the best option. Go back to Johns Hopkins, find out that the guy who is like the guy to do the surgery went to my high school. So he was like, oh, where you go to high school, kid? I was like, Archbishop Curley High School. He's like, oh, no way. I graduated from there. So it was like, I guess it was like a, you know, I was looking back on it kind of meant to be. So he did the surgery. Um, The kind of funny part of it being the day before uh, homecoming was the next morning I had shown up um, because we went home and the next morning I I went and go to homecoming. So I came to school in a wheelchair because they were like, don't walk on your leg. You'll make it worse. Yeah. So everybody's like, what the heck did you do last night on a Friday night? They thought everybody thought I partied too hard and Bro, I like crazy. <laughs> 14 year old me, you know, spitting out slipped capital femoral epithesis. Yes, sir. Right. Caught that skiffy. <laughs> that skiffy. Um, anyway, so yeah, I, I ended up getting the surgery a week or two later. Yeah. Um, and they told me I, I couldn't run on my leg from the end of October till May. Mm. Um, and that year, what was rough, like mentally for me, I was like, oh, I wanted to do sports when I got into high school because um, I had I, I had played sports. I had played lacrosse um, in middle school, especially up until eighth grade. So I wanted to play that or whatever. And I couldn't play. Mm-hmm. And then um, and I guess I'm going to jump back even a little further. I was, I don't know, five, four, five, five, 170, 180 pounds when I came into high school. Mm-hmm. Um by the time I graduated high school, I was 240, mm-hmm. 250, mm-hmm. uh, 510, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like for four years in high school, I just kind of, I, I gained a hundred pounds in four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, there was no muscle in any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and having that happen, gaining all that weight, I was like, Wow. I'm being told at every doctor's appointment that I'm considered morbidly obese because I'm in the 150th mm-hmm. weight percentile. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, dude, yep. everything you were saying, mm-hmm. I was like I, ringing so loud and clear. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got into high point and I showed up beginning of freshman year, I was like, I want to, I want to do something because I know if I don't take it upon myself, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So week two of freshman year, I called the coach of like the HPU track and field coach. Yeah. Cause I had done track my junior year and part of senior year before COVID hit. And I was like, Hey, here are my marks. I'm nothing crazy. You don't even know I exist. I wasn't scouted. Um, uh, you know, I just love to have a conversation about maybe getting on the team. So he put me in touch with the throws coach mm-hmm. and he was like, all right, here's the deal. You have 20 forms you have to fill out. You can get them done by the end of the month. I'll let you join on a trial run basis. Mm. So I started filling out my forms. Two days later, I ended up in quarantine for 16 days because my roommate who was being moved into Millis because of an incident that happened at the beginning of freshman year, um, the two day in the two days that I had gotten the forms and he had started moving out, his new roommate tested positive. And this is back when that like secondhand contact tracing stuff yeah. was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, he was like, 
not only did he have to quarantine, but he had to give all of his close contacts. So everybody in our, in our like Belk suite had to quarantine Mm -hmm. and then they messed up my start date. So I was in for two days longer than I had to be. Mm. I was in a hotel room without a key card, not able to leave my room with a window that didn't open for 16 days. And all I could do was lay in bed and eat food. Mm. So I came to college two fifty. I walked out of that room and I stepped on the scale and I was like 270, 275. Mm. And I was like, I gained that much just from sitting in a room. And that scared the crap out of me. But it didn't get better because I started, I came back, I got an extension, got my paperwork filled out, did all my forms and stuff. I was able to start joining the team and it immediately started kicking my butt. I couldn't even go to practice really five days a week because of my schedule being the way that it was. Like I would have to show up to practice late. Um, and like, I, I just couldn't go to all the lift sessions, whatever I hit three Oh five last spring mm. or, or like some point in my sophomore year, like it just wasn't getting better. Mm-hmm. And I, it, that day like I was so scared to step on the scale I didn't even know why at the time but I was like I just I've never wanted not to break that number mm-hmm. in my life because I'd start you know I started hanging out around 280 and then it was 285 and then it was 290 295 and I was like hold on like this is really and I but I wasn't putting that bowl of ice cream down like that you you you, you there were so many times where I was like no nah, I probably shouldn't Mm-hmm. I did it anyway. It's no, I got to stop. I just couldn't. There was, there was no control. Mm-hmm. And mm. I, I hit three Oh five, three Oh four, three Oh five. And I've, it's just been such like a roller coaster for me to like, know that I've put in a lot of effort. Like now I, I weighed in, I had a doctor's appointment today. I had to go get some physical paperwork filled out. Um, mm-hmm. And I was 284, I think. And they were like, man, you, you, you know, you, you lost some weight. Like you lost like 20 pounds. And I was like, I mean, it's just my, my weight's been fluctuating. Cause you were talking about all that dead weight. Yeah. There's a, there's just a lot of dead weight. And I, I've had a lot of issues with like eating and staying consistent about what I'm consuming, not even just foods, but like liquid. There were times I ended up going on like an all liquid diet because my schedule was so crazy. I couldn't do anything other than drink Jamba juice, the protein shakes they would give us water with like a vegetable powder. So I could get that and then just like straight water Mm -hmm. and maybe like Powerade or Gatorade or something. Um, so I have, I have struggled for so long for me. There have been a lot of moments in time from when I was 14, when that injury happened to hitting three Oh five, where I was like, man, this is so bad. This is the worst I, I, you know, I hate myself. I I literally could not wake up in the morning and not just like be disgusted by what I saw in the mirror. Yep. I can attest to that completely. It's It's just awful. Recognizing though, that, you know, now I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm starting to get fed up with myself, just complaining all the time that I'm starting to put in time and effort. And it's starting to like, it's starting to show 
Mm-hmm. I am not, I don't look the same. I did when I showed up freshman year. Um, you know, I don't feel the same. I know I've definitely gotten stronger. Like, um, my coach jokes with me all the time. Cause we do max testing at the end of every calendar year. Mm-hmm. And last year was a huge year for me because I hit four fifteen on squat for my one rep max. Um, my bench was 210. My chest has always been harder for me. Like I can't even really do a full push up. I can't really do pull-ups, mm-hmm. but I was like, I hit 210 and I was up from, you know, the year previous and my, my greatest achievement, which I knew I was nowhere close to when I showed up here was deadlifting 615. Wow. And that, and I was like, I did that. Mm-hmm. I put in the work. I showed up you know, my coach has always been flexible with me. And like, he's told me to prioritize my school. Cause like, I'm a walk on, I'm not, I'm not on scholarship. Like I'm not on that trial run basis anymore, but he's like, no, you are the one athlete in my entire year, like 40 plus years of coaching who I want them to pursue their academics and my music over this team. But like, we're getting to the point now where I've been getting better and been getting good enough that you know, if I can throw a little bit further, I might have a shot at the conference roster. Mm. And it's like that getting onto the team and my, this guy taking a chance on me. Like, it sounds like the ROTC people did with you. Oh yeah. Like oh, I can go, I can go in that deal. I'm, I, I, I'm sure you can. It's just like that moment for me has been the, the catalyst as it, maybe not the catalyst, but it has definitely been the, the, um, don't know the word I'm looking for, but it was definitely the, I guess the vehicle for me realizing if I start putting in some real effort here and not just what I need to be doing at practice, if I really start taking care of myself better, I can start to do things that, you know, even like people who do go to the gym every day, like not everybody can, can lift that much weight. Not everybody can, can, you know, do those things but I am, and I need to give myself some credit, I think for doing those, but it's definitely just been a really hard struggle. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it is, it is awful. You get in the slightest negative idea or mood, you know, yeah, and it doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. It was, it's so wild since, you know, since I lost a lot of weight now, it's, now it's, it's so weird. I have energy that I shouldn't have, or like I, I wasn't used to having, mm-hmm. it, which is so odd. Like I, I can sleep three hours and get up and be like, huh, it's a beautiful day. I'm going to go outside. Like yeah. it, it's so weird. It's so weird. Like I shouldn't have that energy. Um, but oh my gosh, no, I can attest to the, to what James said. Like there was, especially going to doctor's visits when I was younger, like, uh, Hey bud, uh, you you look like you're getting diabetes pretty soon. I'm I'm 13 years old. I should not have diabetes, yeah. you know? Um, and then like the weight charts, I'm like, there's no way, or there was, there's, so I, I can give one specific example. It, it just dawned on me uh, for football. We had to do, you know, physical every year and just be like, all right, you know, you're not going to die if we put you on the football field. And they were doing my blood pressure testing. And like the one lady doesn't, she's like, Oh, it's just, you know, I think the scale is reading high, whatever. Um, does it again. And it's like the same thing. I don't remember what the number was, but it was, it was something that like, if it went a slight bit higher, I'm on the exact same level of people who are like hospitalized for it. And it was, I think like, honestly, it probably would have been, if I had done a couple of jumping jacks, it would have matched the pace or the rate of what it was like it was yeah. it was outstandingly high mm-hmm. they did it like six times the number came back that way every 
every one of the six times is like, Oh, like six different machines. Like they rotated me. I was like, Oh, (laughs) that's a problem, you know? And Oh my gosh. No, it was, uh, I I think the only thing that possibly could have got me out of that was essentially, you know, just the total sudden shock of my life of, wow, if I don't follow this plan, I'm done for. Mm. Cause I, I, I literally remember, um, I came here for orientation. Um, cause I, I was like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to high point now. How, how, cool, or how cool. And I saw the ROTC table, um, you know, down in, uh, Slane. I was like, Oh, I'm going to go say hi to these guys. Cause I'm like, I'll future, like I'll, I'll be with them in like a year or two. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't students, which I, I found out pretty quick, but it was cadre. That's essentially like the, the army teachers. They're like active duty, but they're, uh, they're on, uh, it's part of their service. They're just essentially now teaching like the next generation, essentially, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> literally, um, when I told them that I was coming in in the next class, like the lady looked at me and she goes, you are? Like eyebrow raise everything. I'm sitting there like, what do you mean? Like you have my information. She was like, oh, um, didn't realize you were that big. I was like, um, well, that's not very good. And she's like, eh, you should probably, you know, change that. And like th- that was the first conversation I had in army was like, hey, bud, you're fat. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I have scholarship and everything really. And then so <laughs> that was tough. The rest of the organization was great, but that was tough. Um, but is the, is, it was the truth I needed because then I went back, uh, over the summer and I was going on runs and I was like, you know what? No, you're not allowed to listen to music. And every single time, so I'll back pass or I'll back, uh, backtrack. I couldn't run half a mile, like straight. I, I, I couldn't, I essentially I'd fall over and die. Mm-hmm. So I forced myself to do it. And then I'd be like, all right, then now you get to walk and run another half mile mm-hmm. uh, until I could end up running several miles on end. But every time I got tired or I wasn't making a pace, it would just be like, all right, no college for you. You can quit. You can quit if you want. You can quit if you want. And it like, have you ever heard that? Like the David Goggins, like you can't kill me. Like you can't kill me when he's running. Mm -hmm. It was, I didn't know he did that. However, now that I know he does it, I'm like, oh, I did that. Um, But it was a total, like the, like the telling yourself, oh, you can quit. You want to go to ACC with your friends? Like how awesome would that be? I'm sitting there, you know, everything I know says no. So it was like, it was, it was like, you know, sink or swim. And I was like, I, <laughs> there's no way I'm choosing the other, but it was a total mind game. It was the only way to surpass it. it was, it's just so wild. Yeah. James and I can go on this for forever. It's such a mental, because mm-hmm. even now with uh with loose skin, that is a whole different beast. You don't realize mm-hmm. how bad it is. Cause now I feel like, Oh, you know, I'm muscular. I should have like the veins, like all the other jacked kids have mm-hmm. and they, they're hidden because my skin is loose. Obviously if you're listening to this, you can't probably see me, mm-hmm. but I can pull the skin off my arm about two or three inches. Even though I bench 275, I'm, I have a completely shredded back, like without doing the shout outs. It is the truth. Yeah. Like, um, it, it's so weird. Cause like I take my shirt off. I'm still self-conscious, even though like it's completely solid. I know there's abs there. Mm-hmm. However, there's a little bit of loose skin. So, mm, no, mm-hmm. we're not going to show the V line. I'm like, <laughs> it's the worst. It really is. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's so whack. It really hurts identity too, because I'm like, you're so proud of your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, I'm strong. I'm fit but I'm not going to tell anyone I don't, I don't look like it. Therefore, I mean, it's there, there's, 
I can go on about like the body positivity movement and like how it can be really damaging to people's brains. Yeah. But like it totally ruined mine. I just, I can't stand it. I'm sitting there like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be told, no, you look good. And I'm like, shut up. I don't, I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. I just, it's so bad on your identity and your brain. Cause even now I'm like, I self-conscious about stuff I shouldn't be self-conscious about. Like mm-hmm. if I look at the progress, it's like, wow, that's, that's a total different person. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll still look in the mirror like, what's up chubby? Like there's, there's no reason to think <laughs> yeah. those things. Yep. There's no reason to yep. think those things. Mm-hmm. I have next to no body fat on me and I will still think those things. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird. It just doesn't go away. It's, it's crazy. It has a grip on you and it, it can really mess with your identity for forever. No matter if it's there, if it's not there. And it's the same with my little brother too, uh, with my relationship with him, mm-hmm. because you know, when you have a history of something, you know how they always say history repeats itself. So, I mean, even if I don't repeat actions with him where I was, you know, mean or bad, if I get him the slightest bit upset, like nowadays, uh, this is the last thing I ever want to do. You know, I never want him upset. The The one goal I have is to be the role model big brother. So like he has a path to follow that's, healthy and keeps him well. Mm -hmm. But like if the slightest thing goes wrong, I can shut off a chain reaction. That's so terrible that will like shoot him the exact opposite way I want. Mm -hmm. Just because like, of course he has the the current memory, like the, the present memories of me being awesome. Mm -hmm. But if I so much as bring up the past, it's like, that's like eight years of torture to him Mm -hmm. of being just a total bully compared to like the two years I've been good. So it's like it it ruins your identity with people because they're like, uh, I remember how you were. Like that's great that you're different now, but are you not different? Oh. And it's oh, it can totally, totally throw your throw your identity. It's such a pain. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it, it's the truth. It's no, I I hear it in your voice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess thank you guys for sharing that. By the way, yeah, no worries. That was yeah. that was good. Um, I wrote two things down. Yeah, that's true. Um, at the beginning of like what I was going to do for the episode, I was praying about it and we just hit both of them, which is okay. really cool. Nice. So, um, the first one was uphill battle, which mm-hmm. I think <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended, but I do think God had the sense of humor. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> I swear every single time I need a message in church yeah. and the pastor says, I'm like, come on, ah, yeah. come on. Oh, it's yeah. a little too, a little too close. It's yeah. a little too close. Or I'd be um, like mad at my parents and the pastor's like, and today's lesson is love thy parents. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. You know, yep. I don't want to. Yep. <laughs> they just took my Xbox away. I don't want to do this. Oh man. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah. No, like that's, that's really cool though. Um, I was wondering, I always wonder how episodes are going to turn out mm-hmm. because I'm usually just given like a word or like an idea of some things. And it's just, I just got to manage the conversation and just see how things flow. Y'all handled that beautifully. (laughs) Um, I wanted to ask, so we touched on the uphill battle portion, which I mean, you guys are completely different people, whether or not you realize it simply because of you having to endure things that maybe half people in the whole world won't have to endure. Maybe more than that. Right. Um, And like, 
maybe your reasons or like your motivations internally might have been like different mm-hmm. and maybe like more to like who you guys are in your core. But I mean, at the end of the day, that's uphill battle, you know, and y'all been climbing. Y'all been climbing for a minute. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at least for me, I might mean something. It might not mean anything, but I'm with that, bro. Keep climbing for real. Mm. That's what's up. Y'all got to keep climbing that because, yeah, mountains go up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't climb down. So, y'all got to keep going with that. No, I understand that. It's it's so it's so weird. so another funny thing about the army is they yeah. like the BMI standard, the body mass index. Yeah, which obviously I can go on a little rant because that's what mm-hmm. I'm kind of about to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, as of so so my birthday was the twelfth. I did the army physical fitness test on the thirteenth. So sorry, the day after. Mm-hmm. I did a little mental math right there. It took me a sec. Uh, <laughs> Carried a one. <laughs> okay, we're good. We're good. Uh, no, but so on the on April thirteenth, I did the um, army's uh, like physical fitness test. It's like the big one that you have to do. Yeah. And because I've been so so dedicated, like you know, gym, lost weight, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been so dedicated to the point where I'm like, I have to be the best one on this. Like, it's not good if I'm not. And I have been consistently for quite a while now. Yeah. Like, I just refuse to let anyone pass me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did it. Feel recently, I got the highest score that my uh, battalion's ever seen. Like it's, it's, it's off the charts to like the level I'm going to, they want me to do like special competitions for them and everything because Mm -hmm. it's like, wow, there's like 15 other guys on the East coast who have scored your score. So like, uh, you're doing good (laughs) essentially. And you know, all the while I get in the next day knowing I have like the, the best, like the best score, um, like North Carolina, I'm like rank one for the fitness on the East coast. There's a there's a 15 way tie cause we all maxed it. It's the mm-hmm. highest you can get. Yeah. Um, but there's only like 15 guys ever on East coast who have done it for our army RTC. I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it's, it's so hard to do. It's really rare. Right. And I go in, um, this last Tuesday. So I think now that 18th, 19th and they come in, they're like, Hey, we need to do height, weight, uh, height and weight testing. I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Cause it's normally just like, all right, you weigh this much weight and you are this tall. And, just to put it on your scorecard, just to then keep track of everyone. Cause like, who knows? There might be two Bob Billies. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so there's one, there's two. Um, and <laughs> I go in and they're like, oh yeah, you're overweight on the test. I'm sitting here like, what do you mean I'm overweight? Yeah. Did I not just show you I'm like the most physically fit kid? Like, are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? I'm overweight right now. Like, there's no way. Like, yeah. You're about 20 pounds over. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Wow. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Vaporize my muscle? Would that, you know, would that help my test? So then I had to go special place, go get like, it's called taped, but like they literally get a tape measure, like go around your waist, go around your bicep, go around your neck, um, your belly to like uh, get your measurements. And then like they do the BMI test and it's, it was like absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> am I ever going to win this battle? You know, yeah. the, um, Oh shoot! Who's the Greek guy's like cursed to hold the stone, keep rolling it up, but Atlas. it never goes up? Atlas. Right. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh no, he's holding the globe. Um, it's who's yeah, it's, who's the guy who's pushing not, the stone up the up the mountain? You know, I'm talking. Oh, we know who I'm talking about, not though. Sisyphus, is it? 
It might be Sisyphus. You know who I'm talking like, about? Yeah, Gabe? he rolls the stone all the way up, and then as soon but as he gets he to the top, never get it, it to the top. It falls back down. He's got to restart. Yeah, like he's he's cursed to do that so, his entire life. I don't I don't know who it is. I, it might not be Sisyphus. Boulder up the hill. Yeah. Is it Atlas? Sisyphus. Oh, it is okay. A, nice. Huh. Nice. Huh. I know something. No, I guess. but it, it. I was for the first time in like months. I literally just sat there after being told I had to go do that. And I'm sitting there in my car, like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, it felt like I literally created this beautiful sandcastle, and a wave that was a hundred feet away managed to just go mm, no, and just swipe everything. Mm. I was literally sitting there in the car, like what is this? Like, am I ever going to win this? Yeah. Like I, I've done everything and yet no, like it's, it was, it's so demoralizing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what am I supposed to do, man? Like, what do you want from me? And it's, it's so weird. Cause it's, I, I figured by now that would all be gone and it still haunts me. Mm. It's crazy. It, <laughs> there goes your identity. There's your uphill battle. You're, you're never going to escape it. Once a big kid, always a big kid. And I'm, regardless of if it's all muscle, if it's all fat, it's crazy. It's the BMI index is something I talk like anytime I talk about like my weight, my, like my, my, my uphill battle. And it's like, yeah, I scored, I told you 150th percentile, whatever crazy number. Um, cause like I I'm really the same metric you, cause I'm six foot yeah, two, yeah. 285. Right. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where, it is the health metric that is used because it is the only one that exists. Unfortunately. Now, right. You you would think somebody <laughs> could come up with a new metric. And honestly, it I'm not even a I'm not a big numbers guy. Like mm-hmm. I math has just never been my strong suit. Mm-hmm. And and kind of this is that's the thing about like, well, then what is a what is a good definition about being healthy? Because I <laughs> I don't think there's really anything that could be said against against you living your life the way that you're doing now. Like you, you have put in the time, the effort, and the de- and you have the determination, mm-hmm. and you've and you've you said I'm gonna do this, and you did it, and you're still being haunted because you're not you're not 170. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, why yeah. do I need to be 170? Yeah, I'm like, why, what why, the heck, man? you, I, I, Steven, you look great. And, and I, bro, I I really, I, I, it it just, I know that feeling of like, it's just, it's never enough. And, Mm -hmm. and we're, we, it's, you are continued to be judged by a scale that should have no bearing on how you should live your life because it doesn't matter. And people all over the world say that it's a stupid metric and, and then, still- and, but it, but we all go back to it. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's, that is the, that's that kind of that negative feedback loop you were talking about. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's just, it all, it just fe- it goes back into that. It's just every time. So it's true with so many things too. I mean, I, I'm, that's, I feel like it's the reason I need the Lord in my life so badly. Cause otherwise I'd literally sit here empty, like open palmed, empty handed. Like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, forget everything I've tried. It's yeah. it's crazy because well everyone will know like that's pretty silly that's pretty stupid and then at the end of the day it's like um well sorry bud you didn't make it because this number said so it's like have you ever heard the uh, the Einstein quote of judging a fish by its ability to climb a tree 
Mm-hmm. It's like what? Yeah. It's the same with like the education system. Right. It's a it's yeah. a funny quote, but it's the truth. Yep. Because mm-hmm. there's this photo and it's a bunch of animals lined up, you know, next to a tree. Um, you know, there's a fish and a fishbowl, like an elephant. Then there's a monkey, of course. And mm-hmm. obviously, you can kind of take a guess which one's going to get up the tree. Mm-hmm. If if you've gone to school before, it kind of helps right. to know. Uh, <laughs> or you just know animals. Or you just know animals. Yeah, basic yeah, yeah. animalogy. I don't know why but, I said it like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's the truth. Yeah. And it's the same. Like there's, I've had. I, I noticed the same There's thing. that word. <laughs> Yo, bro. I'm gonna go fix the camera. Y'all keep talking. Yeah, no. No. But it's it's crazy because I know it's it's the same case with some of my buddies. Like, so it, me, respective with weight and weight loss and all that good stuff. That's that was mine. But I know, like, with my friends and like, the, it can also be attested to so many different things. Like, for example, the school system. Because I know my buddy. His name is, his name's Luca Rudick. I love this man. I swear he's my best. He's the, if, if I can wish the best for anyone on this earth, if I could like grant someone a billion dollars, it's him. Mm-hmm. Like he's getting it. Yeah. That man, that man's been through thick and thin with me, but he has like, I wouldn't say crippling ADHD and ADD, but it's, it's pretty bad. And he doesn't, he refuses to take the pills and stuff for it because he's like, I think the medication is just doping me up and I don't like it. Right. I don't think it's healthy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like throughout school, every teacher would just completely dismiss the kid because these like, they were just like, Oh, you know, he's, he's not the conventional method of being smart and ready and able for school. But, you know, I knew this kid, he and I would go camping. He and I would go hang out in the woods. He and I would go do stuff and he's a genius. He's a genius when it came to anything with his hands, anything, but because school didn't like him and be like, Oh, you get a D on this Mm -hmm. test. Just because he was like, he had trouble being able to focus and lead, read a several page passage and then write an essay on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I'm like, if you need, like, say your car were to get damaged and you need one kid in this building to fix it, he will do it. He will do it 10 times better and probably cheaper than a mechanic. But yet, because he's not conventional, he's labeled as, you know, a dumb kid. Right. And it was, it's wild to me. It's, it's, there's too many things that it's. It's like your identity doesn't conform perfectly to it, and therefore, it doesn't count. Well, as if you weren't That's good, you if you your identity doesn't conform perfectly to, and therefore, like they, like you're dismissed. Yeah, when it shouldn't be that way in the slightest. Because I mean, I, I think everyone has some sort of value to them, mm-hmm. whether they believe it or not. Yeah, Every, everyone brings something to the table. I, I, this is what the Lord wants you to do. Yeah. So it's wild to me because I know people who, I mean, shoot, I listened to it forever. I was like, no, I'm fat. I'm worthless. Mm-hmm. I, I know so many people that, you know, in a respective environment of theirs, they have the same. And it's like, if only you knew how, like how valuable or what you bring to the table, but it just cause it's slightly different than what someone wants of it or like what then like a, like the, the norm says about it, yeah. you're just dismissed. It's the same with my little brother. I can go with, because he's, um, he's a, I love him. Total dweeb sometimes loves video games. Total dweeb. Mm-hmm. I love him. But like he was totally dismissed in sports for like the longest time. Yeah. Like kids are like, <laughs> yeah, you like to draw in class and you like, he'd be sitting there. That drawing. was me. He'd bro. Be sitting there, but like, <laughs> that was re- literally me. Bro. I can show y'all photos. He's like actually really, really good at drawing. Uh, yeah. And he loves, there's a couple anime shows he loves mm. and he's happy to share about how happy to talk about him. Just loves his video games. He's, he's incredible. Video, he's incredible at video games. I'm talking like wins several thousand dollars in tournament. Good. Oh, that's fire. But like kids are like, this kid's a total dweeb, total nerd, like forget him. And 
secretly he's he has some crazy athletic ability. He doesn't talk about it. And like like coaches would dismiss him on teams and stuff, and he'd be like, Oh yeah, mm. like <laughs> you, you want to see something crazy. And so now he's like a national rugby prospect. However, he we had three teams dismiss him to like for him to play there because the kids are like, those kids are dork. Like, why let him play? It's it's actually ridiculous. Because oh. I know because for the longest time, I mean, I didn't help. I was a bully. Mm-hmm. But for like the longest time, he just thought he was worthless. And I had come home um, last. Yeah, it was last Christmas. No, no, sorry. It was it was this Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was this Thanksgiving when I'd gone back home. Mm-hmm. He and I were in the car and we were driving around, and it, I had I had said something. I don't remember what I had said to him, but he and I were kind of talking just like how life at home it had been, like when you know while I'm gone. Yeah, uh, him and mom and dad, and he had kind of tell me like every once in a while like. Mom and dad will gang up on him just because there's no longer like the two V two, two brothers, two parents. So we can kind of like, if there's a clash, it's like a two on two. Yeah. So at least like someone can have each other's side. And, you know, obviously I'm not going to say he's always in the right when he gets in an argument with him, but at least there was someone to back him up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, he'd get in that and they'd get a little depressed. And, but the thing was, it was, I was there normally to, to help him kind of weed it out. Mm-hmm. And like now it was, it was to the point where like he and I continue this conversation and as it went, he, he had said something silly and I like tried to make fun of him for it. I, I, which I now realize total wrong thing I should have done because he had started to get real vulnerable. And when I had made fun of him that, like I had said earlier, it like pulled the trigger that just everything went back mm-hmm. and immediately is he essentially confessed to me that he still believed his identity was that of like the dork nerd kid who's like, just like everyone kind of overlooked and on the car ride home, like he, he eventually like he, he started sobbing cause he's like, you know, mom and dad don't like me. I'm a failure because I don't live up to like what your standards were. And I'm sitting there as the older brother, like, what have I done? Mm -hmm. Like, did I, did I really mess him up? Just because like, I didn't help him. And then I confirmed his identity was, you know, you're worthless. You're, you're never going to live up to your brother's standard. Mm-hmm. And now while I, you know, if I see him, the only thing I want to do is wrap my arms around him mm-hmm. because he was slightly different than what, you know, people may have say, and I didn't help it. Mm-hmm. It like he, he now thinks his identity is that when I'm like, no, you're so much more, but I can't be the one to tell him it. Cause I was the one who kind of, I was the one who kind of started it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's such a pain. And I, I see it with so many people. It's like, or, you know, the, <laughs> there's a one direction songs like, you don't know you're beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like from God's perspective, that's a very, very, very big problem with probably 99% of humanity. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't know what I planned for you. Mm-hmm. And because of that, or, or not, not because of that, but like, and you don't have the faith in me that I did that for you. Mm. And therefore you start to fall. And like, if only you knew how beautiful you were in his eyes, it's crazy. But I, I feel like there's, there's stuff to be said that I really do. Cause it's like, if only you knew your worth, like don't let people define who you are. Mm. Cause I let it happen for the longest time. And it, it, I joke, it was, I was on an 18 year bulk but like, <laughs> you know said what I mean? The same joke. No, no, made that bro. joke before. No, That's but it's crazy. like I let. Yep. It was so bad. Like, and then I'd be cool with being called names. Like, you know, 
little more vulgar. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say them on, like, on mm-hmm. the podcast, but like, I, it was so bad. It was so bad. And yep. you know, I'm sitting there like, there's no way this is what I'm here for. Yeah. I'm not here to get bullied by my friends. Like there's no way. And if, if more people could kind of put the phone down, put their head up and look around and just like take in the serenity of like, huh, maybe there's more to life than what I think. I, I don't know. I just, I think there's a lot more worth that people have and yeah. it, it really hurts. And everyone has an uphill battle. They really do. Depending yeah. on what, and there's yep. most people have several, but everyone has an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. I like that. Y'all, thank you guys for listening to Crooked Sticks, the community of conversation. It's been a pleasure, guys. We will be dropping another episode, not this uh, next Wednesday, but the Wednesday after. All right. Every other Wednesday um, posting schedule. Um, But until then, be sure to check out our Instagram, our YouTube. Give us a follow um, and uh, share this podcast with your friends. uh, Some of you think might enjoy it. And um, may the Lord's peace be with you. All right, y'all stay encouraged. Peace.